Welcome to another episode of Social PR Secrets. My name is Lisa Beyer, and I will be your host. Today, my guest is I, and she is an entrepreneur who started an organization called Classroom Without Walls. We both met while we were teaching at a university to a class on social media management. We both had something in common. We wanted to take the common academia and turn it upside down and teach real-world social media. In this episode, I shares with us some of her personal challenges along the way, how she started her class, and how she transformed herself into the entrepreneur that she is today. We have so much to learn from her, and I'm so excited for her to share her story with you today. Welcome, I. another episode of Social PR Secrets. My name is Lisa Beyer and I am the host. And today I have my very special friend, Ai. Ai, how are you? I'm doing great. So honored and excited to be on your show, Lisa. Yes. I think the last time we saw each other in person was at Inbound, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Ago. And that's when you were still living abroad and now you're back and you're living in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I wanted to have you on today's show is so that you could share. I've watched you grow your audience, grow your channels, um, really grow yourself into, yeah, um, you know, so tell us about your journey. Tell us what you're doing now and tell us your story. Yeah, totally. So I am a college uh, professor or I was a college professor. I taught in higher education. Uh, for quite a few years, 10 plus years. And uh, I teach social media, PR, communication courses. And so about five years ago, and I, I had my wake up call as a teacher. And I realized, you know, many of our students, undergraduate students, we call them like digital natives, but they didn't really understand how to use social media for like content creation, for networking, for business development or building a personal brand, they had no idea. So that was really interesting for me to see. Like I, I see that in my students' reflection, they were like, what is that Pinterest? So this one particular student <laughs> didn't know how to spell. Like he was like this, that. And even though I was talking about, you know, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, in all of my PR classes, I was like, what was the missing link? I was talking about them, but clearly my students, they were not learning. They were not receiving the message. So I discovered I was the missing link because I was teaching by the book, you know, and I personally didn't really embrace social media myself. I came into my classes, I blah, blah, blah. And then I packed up, I left the classroom. That was it. And uh, so that was my first wake up call, you know, and after that wake up call, I decided to change how I use social media. I decided to become a practitioner myself to really show my students the power of what I was teaching in the classroom. So that was really the beginning. You know, the intention was to be a better college professor. That was it. Uh, and it worked. Yeah, I, I definitely became a better teacher. My 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 teaching evaluation has definitely improved. And my my knowledge of PR, communication, social media, everything has become so, so, so much deeper. And uh, but the intention was really to serve my students better. I never thought about, you know, 
quitting my job or building my own school, this or that, the speaker, speaking, um, consulting, never ever. The intention was really to serve my students better by embracing more a practitioner role as opposed to you know this PhD, this traditional professor, like this pure academic. So that's kind of how I started. Yeah, and I love how you took it to the next level. So you you became more of a social media practitioner and merged it with your your um, teaching as a professor. But then what I love is then you ended up writing the social media certification course for HubSpot. Mm -hmm. So that was huge. And I actually used that for my class that I taught at University of Florida for my students. That was their midterm project was to complete that certification, which it wasn't easy. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, like I noticed I like I was sharing content all the time and people started to notice me organically. I didn't do any paid ads, this or that, completely organically. People started to recognize me at the same time. I also, three years ago, I launched my very first live streaming show. Now I have two now. And that show was really my way to break down the classroom, the physical walls to bring in like um, professionals like you, Lisa, to teach my students something and to co-create content. So the show uh, was definitely generating more attraction, more lace, so to speak, and more recognition or visibility for myself. I also started blogging, being really active on LinkedIn the past two years. All of those things combined have really helped me like a lot. And uh, like, so the social media certification with HubSpot was amazing. And we also worked on another course, which is uh, Twitter strategy. And so last year when I was at Inbound, I even did some in-person interviews with them. So like, and also working with Adobe last week, I did um, a live webinar for Adobe uh, education. It was incredible. All of those things have just come to me organically. Yeah. And that's, you know, social PR secrets is all about leveraging organic and with public relations, um, when it comes to PR, it's you know, so much more credible than any type of paid advertisement that you could do, but it takes time. It's something that doesn't happen overnight. And it's, you know, I've watched you grow over the past three years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I, at least for two years, I started to see more traction and meaningful engagement, especially if you are thinking about paid, like speaking gigs or consulting gigs, and they definitely take time, at least in my case, in many of my friends' case, and there's no overnight success, you know, yeah. So what is the name of your two shows? And so one is uh, the one focuses on where you uh, came to my show, uh, thank mm -hmm. you so much. And that one focuses on social media marketing. So I share, I bring in professionals, digital experts to talk about strategies and best practices. So I go live on every Wednesday. So the other show is actually on Friday. And that one is called What is School For? And the show is really inspired by my interview with Seth Golden, who really asked me to explore this question. And then I turn it into a live streaming show. So on the show, we discuss debate and disrupt education uh, with the intention to really uh, future-proof the next generation. So the other one is kind of future-proof your business. So this one, the second one is more future-proof uh, the next generation, more like the educator, like think, like kind of what I do as an educator. And a few weeks ago, that show is also growing. And I just interviewed the former uh, VP of innovation at Disney. And he came in and dropped so much value. Like I have people in my community, they told me, hey, I have to watch it twice 
to fully absorb uh, the tips. And I'm, that makes me very, very happy, you know, as a teacher, yeah, you know this. Yes, yes. And I mean, right now we're going through a huge disruption with, with teaching and um, the next generation is, you know, quickly having to learn how to all of a sudden everybody's being homeschooled. You know, we're kind of used to it because we, we're used to teaching online classes. We're used to um, communicating with students that are taking online classes. I homeschooled Kennedy for her first year of high school. So it's not a huge shock to us, um, but the whole world is kind of going through this very fast learn of, you know, really? how to how to how to figure out Zoom and how to how to not have a live classroom, but you were ahead of your time. And you know, it's it's perfect timing that you were also telling me about how you started this accelerator program. Can you talk to us about that? Uh, to speak of which, you know, like, it's so interesting, like, cause I started this really a few years ago and all of a sudden, like my skill set has become popular. I actually gained clients, you know, and it's really interesting, like in retrospect, you know, like how important it is to always embrace this a lifelong student mentality and just keep learning, keep learning. I wasn't really expecting anything. I just love this. I keep learning and I made lots of mistakes. I also, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I also lost uh, friends and uh, and like, just like never give up, keep learning, keep learning. And then when the when the time is right and all of a sudden I feel like, wow, I didn't realize my skill set was this popular. So yeah. So talking about my life accelerator program and last year, I last summer I resigned from my my university officially, you know, it was hard to say no, to say goodbye to my tenure track associate professor position. But I think it is the best decision I have ever made in my professional life. So last summer was kind of my official recognition. And I started to ask myself some questions. I started this journey, you know, classroom without walls was just a hashtag for me to teach my class, to host my shows. And I started to ask myself, what if, you know, a number of what if questions, what if I build my own school? You know, you, you love digital detox. I also love meditation. What if I add meditation to my program? What if this, what if that? I was like, yeah, why not? So about like August, I decided I'm going to launch my, my school and build my own program. So that was in August and I love international traveling. I decided to have my very first program in Singapore. And uh, and uh, so fast forward to December, I had my very first program. Parents came, students came from six, seven different countries, and we had a blast. Uh, parents, they were like crying every day. We started with meditation. We also visited Adobe office in Singapore, HubSpot office in Singapore, and quite a few startup companies. We also did a collaborative activity with a top entrepreneurship school, university in Singapore. So really good. And I gathered lots of feedback from the parents, from the students. And this year I'm doing a three month program, completely redesigned that pilot program into a three month program. Now it is called Life Accelerator. We teach students what schools are not teaching them to become future ready. So we have our own framework, you know, we teach uh, new media knowledge, really important for students to understand how they can use social media to market who they are, to, to engage in storytelling and the story selling. And also engage in very simple video production, you know, talking to the camera, 
use whatever tools you have to create a quick video. That is more and more important. So that is one foundation. And we also talk about life skills, emotional intelligence, persuasion, adaptability, a number of important life skills. And the last, which is our foundation, which is mindset, how to think like an entrepreneur, even though you are not going to become one and engage in self-love and um, self-awareness and regulate your own emotions. So that's kind of our pillars. This is me as the lead teacher. We also have quite a few digital mentors who come in, bring their own unique expertise to teach our students. We have like pre-recorded video, Zoom calls, group coaching, and access to LinkedIn learning, and quite a few different certifications and assessment, and of course, uh, meditation. So that's kind of what the program is about, really help parents to bring more ease and confidence and success, especially right now to their own homeschooling journey. Yeah, I think it's such a great point, if it's possible even to teach the skill set of how to think like an entrepreneur, because um, not that you have to be an entrepreneur, but to think like one makes you so resourceful in okay. your mindset. Um, it's not just like, well, what do I do next? You know, you kind of have to figure it out, totally. right? I agree. And like I listened to a few, uh, quite a few like uh, podcast interviews and those people shared, they are kind of entrepreneur. They have their own company, but they still work full-time. But running their own company has helped them become a much, much, much better employee. They started to bring that entrepreneurial mindset to what they do as a full-time employee, you know, go figure it out, being very creative. Yeah, so many benefits. When I was teaching my class at University of Florida, and I, I'm sure you came across this too, I taught social media management, but from through the lens of a public relations practitioner. And my students, um, my first couple of semesters I was teaching, they would take the class and they were expecting uh, an easy A because they knew social media because they're on social media. <laughs> but they quickly learned that social media for business is quite different than social media from a personal standpoint. And it's um, it was just very interesting watching their transition to the end of the semester. And they were just like shocked at how different social media works from a business standpoint than from a personal standpoint. And they actually had a lot to learn. Totally, totally. I My favorite line from my student was this one kid. He told me, hey, Dr. I, you know what? I can actually teach you something about social media. I said, like, yeah, definitely. But I can see what they were thinking about social media is very different from what they are going to learn uh, in the class. It's so true. And all those people, professionals who hire undergraduate students, you know, majored in social It's shocking. It's like yes. a disaster. It's a disaster. I mean, I was like, after the first couple semesters I was teaching and, and the whole joke about, you know, hiring and hiring a college, hiring an intern to do your social media. Well, it's, it really is a recipe for disaster unless they have some sort of training, some sort of, even if it's the social media certification from, from HubSpot, um, any, you know, Hootsuite certification, anything that really takes them through, um, you know, the business side of, of social media. Super oh, important, but I want to, I want to get back to your your personal branding and some very actionable tips that you can share to anyone that might be just starting out and they want to grow their personal brand into a business but maybe just to just they're out of college or they're out of work right now they have maybe a little bit more time on their hands because we're under the circumstances that we are right now so what can people do right now I think the first step is to actually start creating content that is aligned 
with your professional goals, whoever you want to become, uh, if you want to become a musician or if you want to become a social media practitioner or if you want to become an English writer or teacher, wh whatever your goal is and start producing content that is in alignment with your overarching career goal. And uh, like for me, like prior to launching my live streaming show, I was uh, very active on social media, especially on Twitter. I did gain lots of connections. But in terms of growing my business, I really started to see substantial growth after I launched my live streaming show. And uh, we, you, you really have to start producing more content when you are sharing content, good content, and showing up consistently. And people started to see you as a, uh, a thought leader, as opposed to you always like chasing this person, that person, and you need to start producing content to build yourself as a, a thought leader, right? For me, it is live streaming because I just love talking to the camera. I love going live. It is very collaborative to me. And, but for you, maybe it is a podcast or maybe you love blogging or maybe you love drawing cartoon, whatever it is that you are really good at and start producing content and show up on a daily basis. And, yeah. uh, and uh, like over time, like I promise you, like if you can do this over a period of time, at least one year consistently showing up good content, valuable content that is aligned with your career goal, and you are going to be noticed. You will become known. You will be noticed by other people in the industry, like interns and uh, like paid gigs, they will come to you. Yes, yes, I totally agree. One of the um, bits of advice that I would give to my graduating seniors at University of Florida would be to, you know, look at their Instagram accounts and, and look at what they're posting. Are they, is every picture of themselves? Because that's really not a personal brand. Like, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, creating content that's not all about you and taking your, your, even if you create an Instagram account that might be like your second one and that's your professional one and you're creating content on that, that's really showcasing who you are and what you can do versus every picture on your Instagram of, of yourself. Yeah, you know? even like prior to what I shared earlier, before you started producing content, and maybe you need to do a social media audit, right? Google yourself to see like what type of content shows up. I frequently Google myself a few days ago and uh, one of my friend Bray, and she, she published an article on Search Engine Journal, and she, she analyzed eight people in terms of their social media presence. And I'm one of the lucky eight uh, people being analyzed right. and uh, so she said when she was googling me and everything showed up is perfectly aligned with the classroom without walls my LinkedIn my website my video and I worked hard to get to that stage so like people watching this live or watching this on replay you know start like with this very simple exercise google yourself do a social media audit you know detox E uh, irrelevant people unfollow or groups unfollow or at least create a separate account that is more professional really represent and showcase who you are your skills your talent that you want other people to know yes yes and some of the things that we've both done actually to help create build our personal brand is you have to give give yourself make yourself available i mean most of the speaking um, engagements that I've done building up my brand were for free. I didn't get paid for them. And, you know, it's just something that you have to do to build your credibility. So 100%. you can't buy your, 
you can't buy yourself into a personal brand. No, no, no. Or like, oh, the uh, purchasing like fake followers. I mean, like not not even fake, just purchasing followers. I don't ever do that. It doesn't really work. And you just have to. There's really no shortcut. Whoever tells you, hey, I promise you that you will make one million dollars over three months. I don't know. I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, maybe for short term, but definitely long term. If you stop showing up, stop doing the work, like there's no long term success. Yeah. Yeah. So you were mentioning video is one of your. It's your go to. This is how you built your brand is is through live streaming video. Your classroom is through um, a live stream video. So what are some tips that you can offer? when um to, you know using live stream video if, if there's three most important actionable tips that you could recommend yeah i think the first one is really like getting started like so many people who come to me ask me hey i like about live streaming what equipment should i use this and that and i want to tell you your phone is <laughs> actually good enough to get started i mean like i met so many people who have invested in very expensive gears but they actually never launched a live streaming show, or maybe they did. They give up already after three episodes. They discover this is running out for them. They don't actually enjoy it. You want to make sure, even though everyone is talking about video, you want to make sure this is something that you actually enjoy, because people can feel your energy. Like here, you can probably yeah. feel that I love this. I love doing this, even though nobody watch my show. I can still talk. I still entertain myself. I just enjoy. <laughs> Right. So like really my first number one tip is getting started Do like just use your phone, you know, on Facebook or like it's more if you want to do it more privately. So maybe you in your own Facebook group, nobody can see this or you create a separate group or like, you know, you can make this really private. Give this a try. Give this a try to see if you actually enjoy this. And I think that is a very big question you need to ask yourself. Can you actually show up on a daily basis and doing this type of thing? And second is, so once you feel like, oh, this is really good for me, I really enjoy this, people are watching me live, blah, blah, blah. And then the second one is really ask yourself, okay, how is this live streaming show going to help my business? And so many people, not just live streaming, but social media in general, People do social media because, hey, everybody else is on social media or this is really fun, which is good if you are not running a business. And if you are running a business or if you are using this to find the jobs, if you have a goal, you should really align this live streaming show with your overarching goal, right? So for me, social media marketing, that is one show. The other show is about education. Both of them serve my business really, really, really well. And uh, live streaming is hard. It is hard, you know, like you have to put on some makeup. You want to make sure <laughs> the lighting is okay, this and that. Uh, it is definitely hard work, right? And you want to make sure you are investing in something that there is actually an ROI. So the second one is really have that alignment and uh, like think strategically, content calendar, even the people you are going to invite on your show, if you are doing a show or if you just want to talk solo and which is also fine. So think through this and have at least one month content calendar in terms of the topics you want to discuss. The second, the last one is probably, and uh, if you want to invest in some like equipment, I will really do that as the last. You want to make sure Sunday is good. Uh, lighting is good, people can see you, 
can hear you very clearly. And uh, like right now, for me, I have my own system. I actually go live on different channels uh, simultaneously. I go live on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Periscope, and on YouTube. So I have my own system, you know, go live. What do I do prior to the show? What do I do during the show? And what do I do after the show is over? How am I repurposing the content? And how am I using that thing to my list? Like there's an entire system, equipment, processes, systems. So that is more like after you do this for a few episodes, you see you have more clarity on this and how is this related to your business. And then that's kind of my last tip, create processes, systems that you can really maximize the value that you shared through your live streaming content. And so how do you go um, live on all of the different channels at once? Do you have different, do you have a certain piece of equipment that does that or do you have different? Yeah, um, so I use a different, I used to use uh, BeLive. I think this is BeLive. That's right? what I'm using, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't use BeLive anymore. I use another one, uh, StreamYard, S-T-R-E-A-M-Y-A-R-D, StreamYard. Okay. And so that actually allows me to go live on multiple places at the same time. I okay, really cool. love it. I, I started Thank you. StreamYard, I think last year in March and I go okay. live. And actually many people don't know this on Twitter, there is a feature called the Media Studio. So when you go to Media Studio, they have another one called the Live Cut. So Live Cut really allows you to edit your live streaming videos and i use a uh, live cut all the time to get like one minute or two minute like video clips it is mm -hmm. so 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 easy to use okay and, uh, thank you those are great resources yeah it is my so not so few people actually know about this so i get a few clips and i post i can make them one minute or three minutes however you want how long you want to make it to be and i post them Instagram, IGTV, LinkedIn, different places. Yeah, there's another one I use. So sometimes for my live streaming show, if, like if it's really, really good, I will actually turn it into a blog article. I use another one called Alter, O-T-T-E-R. I use that. Yeah, it is magical. And it is magical. I, do, I just download the video, the live streaming interview, and or sometimes I just go solo to teach something. I download that video and then upload the video to Alter. And then after five minutes, there's this beautiful transcript uh, for free. And I just copy and paste. I revisit that and turn that into a blog article. So for those of you who are actually uh, really active on LinkedIn, there's another feature that is really like on fire right now on LinkedIn. It's not LinkedIn video. And it is actually called a uh, LinkedIn documents. Everyone have this feature. And so I just create a PDF document and upload to LinkedIn. Like sometimes I use that, the document to recap, you know, I add a picture of this person, I add a picture of me here are the five uh, key takeaways from this interview. Kind of almost like a newsletter and people really love that. And uh, LinkedIn documents, I even gain, like one time I shared a document and just like a stack of pictures. And I, I gained like a, a warm lead consulting lead out of that document, which is amazing, like 50K views. Like I never got that many views from any other platforms. So LinkedIn documents, definitely check it out. It is a really amazing. That's a great tip. And you know what? Newsletters are making a comeback, I think. Mm -hmm. Newsletters, 
and PDF newsletters, I think, are making a big comeback. Old school is becoming. Oh, like even, I was even thinking about I, for my own life accelerator program. I actually purchased, uh, like a a list, not email list, but like physical list, like people to address their names. I'm thinking about sending people some stickers, like some brochures. There's also this video brochure. Like when you open the brochure, it's like a 3D. Or there's actually a video you can watch. And that is so amazing. Like I don't personally receive that many mails anymore. And uh, when there's right. one that is kind of handwritten, it's like really personalized. It's for our, for my own children because I care about education. I would really open. I feel excited if there's like a video or QR code I can scan. That is really amazing. Yeah, as you mentioned, Lisa, you know, old school is coming back. Yeah. So this is a newsletter that I just started um, subscribing to. And basically, it's the monthly recap of the podcast Hustle and Flowchart. Wow. And so it puts everything in like, just like, look, like an old school, like, oh, wow. you know, and I, and I have to subscribe to it. I pay for it $15 a month. But, you know, it's just, it just shows you that, you know, things come back and cycles and totally, you know, I think that's just because it's, it's less crowded, like my email inbox, my DM on all the social media platforms are bombarded with it important information and spams, unfortunately. Yes, yes, like yeah. Our mailbox, you know, the physical one, we don't really receive anything nowadays. So I think, you know, that's it's almost like an oasis. So if you can yeah. think of some really creative ways not to spam people, but actually to serve them, give them something really valuable, at the same time also serve your own needs. You know, people may give this mail, mail like this. So I'm thinking about, I actually just purchased those people's contact information and think about giving this a try. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, you have just shared a wealth of information with us. Can you share with us any sources that you think would be a good source for people to, you know, you mentioned Search Engine Journal. I write for Search Engine Journal. I love that source. What else do you consistently read or would you recommend? Uh, I actually set up like Google Alert and uh, I mm -hmm. set up Google Alerts for uh, like education or disruptive education and the social media and marketing. So every time when there's like every day, I just look through my Google alerts to check out articles. And so that is another way for me to stay updated on what's going on and search engine journal is good. I also follow social media examiner in terms of social media marketing. I check out their podcast. And recently because with my own school, my students have access to LinkedIn Learning. So I also have gained access to LinkedIn Learning. I'm actually going through quite a few courses on LinkedIn Learning and that also helped me a lot to just like stay updated, yeah. And podcasts, there are so many podcasts that you- So many podcasts, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I think if you- In, in a good way. Learn, there is like no shortage for you, you know, free resources for you to learn, yeah. Yes, definitely. So um, I just want to end this with uh, our encore talk about digital detox secrets. And, you know, what are some digital detox secrets that you're doing now or that you've always done that you can share that's working for you? Oh, definitely meditation. And uh, I, sh you know, my story. So a few years ago, uh, after I kind of decided to to reinvent myself from being a traditional college professor to become more like a speaker, consultant, and entrepreneur. And it was really a very uh, tough personal journey. And I had friends who are like, oh, like 
I, I still don't know. I guess we spoke different languages and they, I got blocked on social media. It was a very devastating experience. I think uh, in 2017, at the same time, we were in South Korea. I was trying to relocate to a foreign country and trying to figure things out and also reinventing myself. And then here, my friend, you know, a good friend did something. I felt like I was being bullied, but I couldn't see that at the time. It was really tough, devastating. I was crying for so many days. Oh my God, nothing could cheer me up. Even though talking to a friend, I felt happy, maybe like five minutes. As soon as we hang up, I felt like, oh my God, this feeling came back again. So, and that's how I rediscovered Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, really my, my favorite meditation teacher. And after I, I discovered him, a few years ago when the movie The Secret Love Attraction became really popular. Yeah. So I, I discovered him, but I kind of forgot about him after my life became like pretty good. And then like in 2017, I was like, oh my God, I was so depressed, you know, like I don't know how to get myself out of that dark state. So I rediscovered uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I, I, I listened to all of his books and I started to meditate and changed my life changed my life. I truly believe um, entrepreneurship is an inside out journey. And the, the more you work on the inside, the more you are going to transform the outside. But unfortunately, including myself, so many of us pursue this as an outside in approach. We think if we just work harder, if we just work longer hours, everything will be fine. You know, I don't think so. I, I think you really have to start from the within, make the internal foundation so strong. You start to see yourself as really worthy. You start to believe in yourself. And, uh, and that's when you start to see your external life is going to flourish. You know, the external is a, it's a manifestation of what is inside. So I'm, I'm such an advocate on working on the self, you know, I'm preaching to the choir, Lisa. No, that's great yeah, advice. So I love hearing it. I mean, really work on yourself and detox and to, to really be in touch with your authentic self. You know, social media can be quite toxic. I share with you, mm -hmm. I got bullied, but now even if other people like bully me, block me, I wouldn't feel that bad. I probably will still feel bad, but maybe like an hour or so that I can easily move on. Why? Because the, the validation already comes from the inside. So once you can achieve that level, you know, like I think you are ready for entrepreneurship because there is good things. There are also lots of bad things that may happen, you know, challenges, mistakes, rejection, failure, all of those things. And the only way for you to overcome, to combat that is to build the internal foundation, make it like a rock solid and that's yeah. how you keep moving. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. my, my, my tip. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, um, you know, it, it could be um, very daunting and there's the whole imposter syndrome and, you know, your confidence and insecurities kind of creep up on you. So there's a lot that can. You oh know, yeah, totally. Work. And I, I deal with that. You know, self-sabotaging. You just feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. Even even if, like even nowadays, you know, like recently a big brand like because I do distance learning, distance education. They're like, oh, we want to sign a contract with you. I was like, really me? No, no, I'm not good enough. And uh, <laughs> I, I can like the good part is now I can recognize that and then I can regulate that. But before I couldn't, I just like entered that dark dark hole, you know, like, oh, I'm not good enough, so like blah, 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 start to self-sabotage. But now I don't, I recognize that, I stop, I regulate, I, I can move on pretty uh, faster compared to the old me a few years ago. 
Hi, that's great stuff. Thank you so much for sharing. I really, really appreciate you being Aww. a guest and sharing all your social PR secrets. And if you ever need anything from me, you know I'm here for you. And hopefully we'll see each other in person. I know. One of these days. <laughs> yeah, again, again. But thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add? Anything, any special offer you're having or any place you want somebody to, to visit to find out more oh about your God, classes? I have like I actually because uh, so my parents have come to me and asked me to give them some advice with this uh, homeschooling distance learning, especially their children's relationship with social media. I actually did a four part of free training. I can share the link with you and people okay. just watch the free training. Yeah. OK, great. Yes, definitely share the link. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the comments and have an amazing rest of the day. Oh, thank you Na so much. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of Social PR Secrets. If you like what you heard, check out the book on Amazon or follow our blog at socialprsecrets.com. This episode was sponsored by The Buyer Group, a social PR agency striving to keep our balance in the digital world, practicing public relations, social media, and search marketing, while occasionally drinking a glass of wine or two for the best creativity and results. Thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to get a free chapter of Social PR Secrets, go to socialprsecrets.com free.